Hurt takes the snap. He's back. He's going to run. He's in. Touchdown. Jalen Hurts. The Eagles are just devouring the Giants. And it is A.J. Brown again. Another touchdown. Welcome back to the Link lineup. This is uh, episode five. And uh, we're going to talk about some uh, some preseason football once again. This time, the Eagles played the uh, the Browns, and it was an absolute barn burner. Uh, a thrilling end. Had us all, all on the edge of our seats until the very end. And uh, we got plenty to talk about. Uh, we'll start off with some news, actually. Um, got some injury news. Zach McPherson towards Achilles. Out for the year. Um, that actually will open up a a spot in the cornerback room that's already deep. So we'll be looking for a uh, another slot cornerback uh, to back up Avante Maddox. Um, Moro Ojomo, I believe it was concussion, and then Tyree Cleveland had the concussion and the neck sprain. If I remember that, that correctly. Um, yeah, tough, tough, tough. Uh, I kind of predicted this last night whenever I believe me and Bryce were texting back and forth. I said he was like Marwa Jumbo was waving at people as he's leaving. He, he looked like he was happy. So I, I knew nothing serious was, hap- was happening. Um, and it's the preseason. So it's okay to be like over overly cautious, you know. So, you know, we hope those guys get better. Um, you know, Zach, I hope you uh, hope he bounce back. I believe that's the, sec- that's the second Achilles tear that we've had so far. Yep. Yeah, uh, Sean Bradley. <clears throat> so that's that's the news so far uh, this week. Uh, any, who else got hurt? Was it Josh Andrews got hurt? But we didn't hear anything about him. And then who was his ankle? Yeah, but I don't I don't think it I don't think he was like actually like hurt. And then Nolan Smith, Nolan but... Smith, but he seems fine. He said he would have went out and played if he. Uh, you know, if it was a regular season game. So, I believe him. And it seemed like he really wanted to go back out. And that, that's that's great. So, that's the news for this, uh, after this game. So, with me today, as always, we got uh, we got Bryce. We got Josh. You can follow them on X at I am Bryce Haynes and the Pre-2. How we doing today, boys? Doing all right, buddy. How about yourself? Hanging in there, man. Hanging in there. So, let's talk about last night's game. Obviously, the uh, the biggest story coming out of the game was Marcus Mariota, at least in my eyes, was uh, Marcus Mariota being – what's the word I'm looking for here? Trash? Right. Yeah, trash. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's a walking, talking trash can, uh, you know – you maybe think, maybe would have thought that after the first preseason game, he would at least like play with some type of, uh, you know, some edge to his game after watching Tanner McKee light up the Eagles' world, but he didn't. He uh, he sailed balls over receivers' heads, and the offense just seemed like it never wanted to, you know, get going. Um, so, Marcus Mariota, I don't know what to tell you, buddy, but like I can't, I can't watch you for. A regular season game. I just if you if you get in the game, I hope it's just take a knee or just hand the ball off to Boston Scott. 
I can't see any passes from you in a, in a meaningful game. So, Bryce, I actually got a question for you. Do you think that Gardner Minshew would uh be better off with this team, or do you? Absolutely, I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna let you finish yeah. that, dude. Dude, Gardner was light years better than Marcus Mariota, and that doesn't even say anything good about Gardner. That says something horrible about Marcus Mariota. Like it's not even close, man. He is so bad. Yeah, uh, he he is bad. He is bad. Uh, I know coming into camp, the the notes that you know we saw were intermediate to like long passes. Marcus Mariota couldn't complete them, and man, or are they true? Uh, after seeing him sell the ball over every like crossing, like intermediate crossing route, or whatever else is past twenty yards, it's just it's just a bad look. Um, you know he's cool with his feet, like like we like we spoke about last week. Cool, it's cool, but at the end of the day, it's not going to work out. Um, it's just it's just funny to think about because you know last year we hated Gardner Minshew once he came in for the Cowboys and what other game with the Saints? We lost that game. We hated Gardner yeah. Minshew, and then now I, I wouldn't go. I wouldn't go put it that that far on like the Cowboys game because I thought he played all right, the Cowboys game. Uh, I but mean, that Saints game, though, oh, was that bad? That was real bad. Yeah, I mean, slight story time here. I went to that Cowboys game last Christmas Eve, and I was whenever we got the tickets, I was excited to see you know Jalen against Dak, Christmas Eve, you know, in Dallas, wearing the all black uniforms, and then I get the notification that they're going to keep Jalen out because of the shoulder strain or whatever it was, and I remember watching Gordon Minshew. Getting so excited because he started off pretty hot, and then once that last pass flew out of bounds, I was like, "Man, I can't stand this dude." And then, of course, <laughs> a couple Cowboys fans wanted to fight because uh, they they felt big and like I can't I can't take that. So it was it was ultimately a bad experience there. But I'll go back. I'll go back with Jalen. I can't go back with Marcus, so it won't happen. Um. So Josh, you know, we talked about Marcus Mariota. Give me, give me your opinion on him. Do you think he's, do you think he will hold on to the quarterback two spot uh, going in the season, or do you think at some point he might lose it? And if he hasn't lost it yet, I don't know what else he has to do. Uh, <clears throat> my uh, my dad called me last night in the middle of the game and says, "Did you know that you can have a negative quarterback rating?" And I actually <laughs> didn't, but at one point last night, I knew it was like a negative one point four or something like that. Um, so I mean, if that's not enough to lose the backup spot, I don't know what is. Um, and honestly, I mean, even if he was playing as expected, like, you know, because I feel like he's kind of underperformed given what we thought when we signed him. I mean, Tanner McHugh definitely is, I think, earned the second spot uh, from what he's shown through the first two preseason games. I'd feel much more confident with him in the backup role. Yeah. And the thing with Tanner McKee and the thing I've, at least I've read, and it seems like a consensus theme among the beat writers that we have is. They're not just going to give like even if Tanner McKee outperforms Marcus Mariota, you know, throughout preseason and into the year, they're not just going to give Tanner McKee the role because they put so much money. Granted, it's not a lot of money, you know, when you think about it, but five million dollars into Marcus Mariota, they're not going to just put him at the third string quarterback. It's just not the way the world works. So the ideal world is that you know Jalen doesn't get hurt, obviously, and then we don't have to see Marcus, right? 
And then going in the next year, Tanner McKee will take that, that backup quarterback spot. But I can see if there is a world where Jalen gets hurt, he misses significant time. I can see a world where Marcus goes in, plays awful, and they pull him for Tanner McKee. And then that, from that point forward, Tanner McKee is the backup quarterback. So, you know, going on, look at the stats from last night. Marcus Mariota, 9 for 17, 86 yards, went one interception. The thing, the thing is, I believe, uh, who was it? Uh, Zacchaeus? I think he had that catch. It was like maybe, I think it was a screen. Took it 17 yards. So there's there's like 17 of his 86 yards right there. He didn't really push the ball downfield. Everything was, you know, a little short, a little short game, which is what he excels at. But ultimately, if the Eagles are down and we need him to, to step up, I can't see him in a position to win us the game, um, given you know that uh, circumstance. Uh, Tanner McKee, uh, a lot better in my opinion. Uh, Ten for eighteen, one forty-seven, one touchdown. Um, I believe he played better than the stats would would lead on. Uh, Ten for eighteen isn't terrible by any means, but you know he had a couple of drops. Uh, Tyree Cleveland dropped that pass, which. Like say, hurt himself. We don't want to like we don't want to dig too deep into that one, but he dropped one. Was Deion Kane dropped one? I, I, Devin else. Allen dropped one. Devin Allen, thank you, dropped one. So he's not playing with the ones, and neither is Marcus Mariota. So let's let's look at it like that as well. So who knows what their numbers would be with the ones? I can't see Marcus improving too much just because he can't throw the ball downfield. So you know, as like with me. I just I think Tanner McKee will be the backup quarterback in the future. This year, the Eagles are just going to give the keys to Marcus Mariota and just pray to God that you know Jalen doesn't get hurt. So, yeah, quarterbacks, fun. Ian Book didn't play a snap. You know what that means? Yes. See ya, Danny. See ya. Uh, he'll be out of here. He'll. Uh, I don't know if we'll find a way to stash him on the practice squad. I know that. What I've heard is. The Eagles like him. Um, they like him in the quarterback room. But we'll, it's, it's to be seen if he ends up making the practice squad. Um, so I move on the running backs. Running backs were uh, they were there. They were there. Uh, Rashad Penny had a 16 yard rush. That was pretty exciting. Um, you know, he looked, he looked, he looked a little slow, but yeah. <laughs> And like we like we said last week, I think he's just kind of getting back into the swing of things. So I'm not going to hold it against him. If I if I fractured my my leg, I I probably would be hesitant to stick my my foot in the dirt and try to cut. You know, so I I, I feel you. You know, but two 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 carries, 18 yards. That's that's nine yards a carry. Can't complain. Can't complain at all. Uh, Kennedy Brooks. I honestly can't remember a uh, a rush from him. Uh, what? Yeah, I'm not he, played, he played all right last night. He I'm didn't do bad. It was getting late, and I was getting tired, and uh, I I just I don't have time for Kenny Brooks in my uh, my life. Seven carries, twenty six yards. Um, that's almost that's almost four yards of rush. That's cool. I'm not gonna make the team. Uh, <laughs> and then I guess we'll talk about Kenneth Gainwell. Kenneth Gainwell got a you know didn't kind of got tackled. Safety, you know, you guys remember that. Uh, this whole week, I heard that he was this great short 
yardage back. And uh, it's funny because he, you know, he got tackled for a loss. Uh, I, I think he's a good short yardage back, but you know, it's just funny. I like it, um, especially the people that were were saying that uh, he would be our number one. How's that game for you? Yeah. Um, yeah. And then uh, Boston Scott had one carry for negative one yards. I don't remember him playing. I remember him in there, but I don't remember him like actually carrying the ball. Um, remember him in there, to be honest. Yeah. And the uh, the hot topic of the town, Trey Sermon, five carry, 54 yards, one touchdown, and one fumble. One fumble. And which of those two are the coaching staff going to remember? The fumble. They're not going to remember that touchdown. You got two touchdowns this preseason. But they're going to remember that fumble. You are right there alongside Candy Brooks. Uh, so, so Josh, given everything that we, you know, stats wise, we've given about the running backs. What do you make of this situation? Who, who shined to you, or did we even have anybody shine at all? I mean, if it wasn't for that fumble, I would say that Trey Sermon, you know, he had a solid game. I, uh, I know he had five carries for fifty-four yards. He had that one long run. Uh, I forget how long it was, but. Uh, like that that fumbles definitely. I think it was the touchdown, yeah. So I think it was thirty-three yards. I think it was. Yeah, I knew it was in the thirties. Um, yeah, but like you said, the uh, the coaching staff's definitely going to remember that fumble. I mean, uh, that's just the kind of thing you can't have happen, especially in the preseason when you're. I mean, I wouldn't say he's like fighting for a roster spot. I think he's going to make the roster, but when you're you know trying to get a bigger share of the carries, and he's probably going to get. Um, you just can't have that. Um. What? I mean, um, yeah, I mean, so Rashad Penny, uh, just to bounce around a little bit. Um, like you said, I mean, he's probably still getting his, his feet back under him. Um, you know, coming back off the, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, off that broken leg. Um, I mean, it's promising to see, uh, you know, two for 18 is good. Um, yeah, I mean, I think he just needs more reps and just as he gets more comfortable, we'll start to see more out of him. Definitely. Um, and then just last, so I want to touch on Kenneth Gainwell. Um, I mean, he's, a, I think he's a good short yardage back, but I think that's not, I think it's more because he's good at finding a hole when it's there, um, on that safety. I just, I don't think it was there. I think, uh, he just got kind of swallowed up and, uh, you know, he's not the biggest guy. He's not the kind of, um, break tackles with his physicality. So, you know, if it's not there, there's not a whole lot he can do. Um, yeah. yeah and to touch on the, the Kenneth Gainwell thing. I, I can't remember who said it. I think I was listening to BG and Radio. I think Jimmy Kemsky said it. I may be wrong. But Kenneth Gainwell only has like one rush over 20 yards in his whole career. Maybe maybe I'm wrong. But it, he's not like this explosive back that some people make him out to be. Like I said, he was very explosive against the Giants in the playoffs. He was, he was very explosive. But overall, he's just not that player that some fans like picture him out to be um one of my favorite things about the show is i have bryce alongside me and for those of you who don't know bryce he was a top 10 recruit in high school he played running back so there's nobody better to talk about running backs with than bryce so bryce after your experience in high school being this top 10 recruit what can you tell me about the running back situation we have in philadelphia right now um well a uh, couple things. Um, I think a lot of the running backs that we got in our room kind of – they all do the same thing. Uh, 
I don't, I don't know. They're all well. For Boston Scott, DeAndre Swift, Kenneth Gainwell, uh, them three in total are they're you view them as change of pace backs. Um, and then obviously you got Rashad Penny and Trey Sermon. Uh, they're bigger backs. They're I can't remember. I can't think of how much they weigh off the top of my head, but they're a lot bigger than the other three backs that we got on our roster. And um, but the th- the thing is, they they could all bust a run at any any point in time. Like they they could all hit a home run at at any at any time. And uh, I don't know. It's it's going to be interesting what it comes down to when it comes to final fifty three. Um, I still, I don't think anybody's really moved their stock up or down. All right. Uh, full disclaimer: Bryce was not a top ten recruit in high school, but, <laughs> but he was he was top ten to me. Uh, but yeah, it'll be Thanks, interesting. Buddy. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> it'll be interesting to see when it comes to the final cuts. You know where how he views Trey Sermon, because in my mind, and we'll get to our fifty three man roster projection uh, the next. Maybe Sunday. I can't remember. Maybe next Sunday. But it'll be interesting to see like where how he is and how he views Trey Sermon because in my mind, the the four guys that are locked in are DeAndre Swift, Rashad Penny, Kenneth Gainwell, Boston Scott. However, there is that little little like little bit of me that's like, hey, Boston Scott's not a lock to make the team. And Trey Sermon could sneak in there. But like I, I don't know. The, the I think the fumble will will be like the one thing they remember. And, you know, if it comes down to it and you need somebody, maybe Rashad Penny's gas, right? And you got you just need a bigger back. Can they trust him in that situation to carry the ball and to get those short yardages that, that they might need? Who knows? You know, so um, it'll be interesting and to see. To, I don't know, to kind of make Trey Sermon sound a little bit better um last night when that fumble happened i don't think that was just so much as his fault i just think the defender did a really good job of getting that ball out like that was a perfect punch of the ball like you couldn't ask for a better one and like he had the ball high and tight tucked and he just kind of punched it right on it it was like i don't i it was weird because you could tell like when he how the ball came out of his arm like it shot out of his arm like he punched it pretty damn hard to get that ball out. So I'm I'm not gonna discredit him too much for it, but at the same time, it's still a fumble. It's still gonna show up on the on the box score. Yep. Hey, two hands on the on the rock. Almost cuss. We're trying <laughs> not to cuss in the show anymore, so <laughs> I caught myself. Uh, we'll move on to Titans and wide receivers. I feel like the Titans uh, had a better performance. But how about Brady Russell, baby? Uh, Brady yeah. Russell. Uh, <laughs> One catch, 22 yards, one touchdown. I don't know anything about Bray Russell, but other than he has a nice head of hair. Congratulations on that. You got a funny um, celebration, too. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if you said it last time, but it's pretty funny. You know, here, here's the funny thing. Caitlin was showing me TikToks as the game was going, and I was, like, I was like trying to go back and forth. But, like, you know, trying to entertain her and entertain the game. And I, I missed it because, because of TikTok time. But, hey, it's all good. I'll look. I'll I'll go back and look at it, but like I said, the tight ends kind of kind of showed up and you know better than what they did week one, but it's not who you think it would be. It wasn't Grant Calcaterra. 
It wasn't Jack Stoll. It was Tyree Jackson and Brady Russell. Probably the fourth and fifth tight ends on the team. <laughs> um, actually, fifth and wait, no, fifth and sixth because Dan Arnold, I guess. Um, what did Dan Arnold do? I know he had no, a catch. He, he had two catch. Yeah, two. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> Heck yeah, Dan. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it's just, you know, Tyree went two for 41. Um, and then like, like we mentioned, Bray Russell had the one catch for 22 yards and that turned into a touchdown. Um, it's nice to see tight ends kind of stepping up and, you know, see, like just kind of showing that they have something there. Um, but man, Grant Calcaterra, I can't, we're talking about this now. He was a lock for me uh from the beginning of training camp to right now i don't i don't know if he's a lock at this moment because he's hit the one good thing he has is his receiving abilities and he just hasn't shown any of the receiving abilities yet and he's playing i don't think that's his fault though because every time he's in there he's playing with marcus Mariota. yeah they take him out after that marcus has sailed so many passes to him where he's wide open there's been multiple I've seen. I get bigger than them. But <laughs> I mean I mean, yeah, you're right. That you know, Marcus Mariota's not doing some of these players any favors. But I mean I mean, like I said, one of, he's gonna catch something. He had three targets. I'm sure one of them was the uh the one where Marcus did throw it way over his head. But I mean he's getting some looks and he's just not making, you know, anything of these opportunities. I feel like he, I don't know. Between him and Jack Stoll, I think they value the blocking of Jack Stoll more than Grant Calcaterra's receiving. So it wouldn't surprise me if Grant doesn't make the team. Um, so What other route do they go, though? I guess I guess uh, Tyree Jackson. I mean, he God. he's like, he's he's bigger, and he, he, can, he can block in the pitch. He's probably more athletic. Yeah, I mean, have you seen him? Oh yeah. Have you seen him? He's he's like he's tall and he can move, and it, he's a bigger target. So I think he had more potential. I don't know. It's gonna be weird. I I think I hope we pick up a tight end somehow, some way. I don't know who's available right now, but Tyler Eifert doing nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> We're not doing that. Maybe maybe we trade for Zach Ertz again. I don't know. That'd be nice. Be cool. Bring, I bring guess. Him bring him home. Um, we'll go to receivers real quick too, and then we'll kind of we'll kind of talk about them all as a collective unit. Um, Joseph and Gata had three for thirty nine. Oh God! Oh man! <laughs> what a time! What a time! I don't remember it. I really don't. Um, <laughs> the the one person that kind of stood out to me was Johnny King. He had one reception, twenty one yards, and then he had the two point conversion. Johnny King just he doesn't get a lot of his chances. reception was in a it was in a big spot though like they absolutely needed yeah. the first down and he got it. Yeah, but, to be to be fair though, nobody was around him when he caught the ball and nobody thought to just touch him while he was still down. But yeah. but, De- but, but Deion Kane dropped the wide open pass too. Like he at least he's catching him, you know. With you know, but whatever. Uh, Devin Allen showed up and he had you know he did. He did things, you know. He ran. That's about all I can say. Uh, Deion Kane was a disappointment. He had three targets, and I believe he probably had two drops. But, um, 
little little thing about Devin Allen. Uh, for all the people out there hoping that he makes the roster as a punt returner, um, by the way, they had Justin Evans return punts before they had Devin Allen do it. So that should tell you all you should need to know. But Justin Evans looked like Deion Sanders. So uh, the way he held the ball, dude, he had it. He had two hands right here. I, thought, I was I was ready for him. To I'm start not gonna say. Stuff. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say what I said in the group chat about that. With <laughs> your comment just that you just said, but. It was not good. I'll go ahead and say that. Bad. He got he got decent amount of yards. It wasn't he fumbled when he got hit. Yeah, but I mean he got twenty he got twenty one yards. No, fifteen, my bad. He got fifteen yards. That's great. He fumbled, Chase. <laughs> if he fumbled uh, anyway, it, it rolled it, out of bounds. But it, if it's anywhere else ball. if it's anywhere else on the field and he fumbles it, we probably lose that ball. Eh, who cares? Who cares? Um <laughs> but I mean that's about it as far as like notable players. Greg Ward had three for twenty nine. Um, That's just the guy that he's just reliable, man. Love Greg Ward. Yeah, he, he needs great. more recognition on his team. I mean, he was definitely he's there a trooper. Whenever the we have the dark days of all the bad receivers, we don't talk about. But uh, he was always there, and it's sad because he has no chance of making the team. But he was there, so. You got a better it, chance than Joseph and Gato. Well, nah. <laughs> Not a chance. He can't play outside. We need we need a backup outside receiver more than the slot. Johnny King. There you go. He's six five. He's definitely a six five. I'll give him that. Let's throw it up there and hope he goes get it. Um so, you know, me and Bryce talked a lot about these guys so far. Uh Josh, who was your standout performer from this group, Titans and Lars Sears? And uh, why should they make the team? Uh, I don't know if he was the standout guy, but I'd love to see a couple of catches out of Tyree Jackson. I'm a big, uh, I'm just a big fan of those freak athletes. He's like, I think he's like six, seven. Something. Um, he's he's six, big. Seven, he can move. I think he was a former quarterback too, right? He was. Yeah. Um, University of Buffalo. That's right. That's right. Um, yeah. Just like, I mean, he might not make the roster. But uh, I hope you at least keep him on the practice squad, if nothing else, just to yeah. keep developing him. I think he's been with the organization for a couple of years now. Um, well, he years, shows man. up in, like, in regular season games at weird times, too. Like, there'd be some, like, goal line work or something, and next thing you know, you're like, oh, there's Tyree Jackson on the field. I ain't seen him <laughs> since training camp. Where did he come from? <laughs> but, you know, I think he'll be all right. Yeah, we'll see. He might stick around. Uh yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I know you just touched on Greg Ward. Um, probably won't make the team. There were years where I think he should have made the team and didn't during our, the dark ages of our receiver room. But uh, fun fact, he was the first person Jalen Hurts threw a touchdown to in the NFL. So that is always right. there in the Green Bay game. They're always that. there. That was oh. a dot too. That was on the money. Mm-hmm. I think it was like fourth and eighteen too. It was a, I'm not going to lie. I don't nice remember. It. I don't remember. Really? They've been if you saw it, you'd remember it. If you saw it, you'd be like, oh, yeah, I remember it. Um, but yeah, hopefully, you know, hopefully we can keep him on the practice squad for depth. You know, injuries happen. Uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully no more, but, you know, you got to account for it. Um, oh, Grant Calcaterra, though, I do. I think he's probably – I know he hasn't had a great uh, preseason and definitely didn't have a great game yesterday. But I think he's kind of already in that category of like to kind of already have him slotted in as that, um, you know, to make the roster. So I don't think they're 
overly concerned. I don't think he's really fighting for a spot at this point. Kind of similar to like how, you know, Boston Scott had one rush for negative one yards, but I don't think that matters. Or like Gainwell, two for six. Like, um, I don't know. We'll see. But I think, uh, especially considering, I think he's still under contract for another year after this one. Um, I think so. will probably factor that in too. Yeah. Uh, just watch the play. I do remember it now. Uh, right. it, it was a good pass. It good it and it is kind of weird looking back at like the first year and watching Jalen run around in the number two. Uh, like I was there for it, I remember it, but I don't remember it because uh, because if I remember correctly, he came in a lot as like this gadget quarterback that first year, and uh, yeah, it was not good. Uh, it was a uh, we didn't know what we had, man. Now look at look at us now. He was supposed yeah. to be like our Taysom Hill kind of. Yeah. Yeah. I was, dude, people, that was the immediate comparison of like when he got drafted. He was like, oh, he could play like a Taysom Hill role. I'm like, you don't draft Taysom Hill in the second <laughs> round. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, he's probably better than Taysom Hill. You see that catch last night? It was good. It was good. He got hands. It was. Hey, no it's tape. Crazy when you're, it's crazy when your quarterback one is also your wide receiver one and cornerback one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Same no, play. no tape on his hand, no gloves. He probably had to stick them, but whatever, you know. What a great guy! What a great guy! I love him to death. Um, I guess the next thing we can talk about is offensive line. Obviously, like there's no stats. We don't need to spend too much time on this. Okay. I'm just gonna go ahead and tell you they're bad, not it, good. It was rough. I don't even remember like a good Tyler Steen like rep. Maybe you do, Bryce, but I don't. I don't remember one. I really don't. I don't, th- I don't think he did that good last night. I don't, he, I don't he, think anybody he, did good. Nah. I think Josh didn't. Josh Sills got killed. Uh, Tyler Steen got beat a couple times. Josh uh, Andrews kind of held his own until he got hurt. Jack Driscoll, but, bad. Really? Yeah. I he he should be bad. I guess I may not remember him even being in the game. I don't know. He was there. He was, he was right tackle. I was definitely watching the offensive line as a collective unit instead of just watching one person. But they were all getting beat. <laughs> they were yeah. all getting blown off the ball and everything. Yeah, it just wasn't a good performance. I don't like talking about bad performances because it makes me sad. And uh, that's bad. That's bad performance. Um, anything you want to add, Josh? Because I know we. I know Bryce wants to get through this one, and I don't want to be sad anymore. So. Uh, no, not much to say. I think you guys summed it up pretty well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, not much you, to talk about. You just don't want it to be like a bad performance because, you know, we got Stalin as a coach. And, you know, you believe. Like I said last week, you believe. No matter what happens, it'll be good. And it was the greatest. You got the greatest position coach probably in the NFL in total. And – but at the same time, he can only do so much. <laughs> if you're bad at football, you're bad at football. He can't. He can't do much better. I mean, you know what I mean. Like he can't, he can't help some people out. Yeah, I think I think ultimately, you know, Tyler's gonna be fine. Um, I can't guarantee anybody else. To be honest, I can't. Jack Driscoll, we we've seen Jack. You know, he's I think this is his fourth year with us. We've seen him start at right tackle sometimes. He's not bad. He's not great, but in a pinch he'll do. But other than that, just it was it was bad. He'll, he'll hold his own in regular season games, but yeah. for some reason he sucks in preseason. 
And I do think there is like this mentality that it is preseason and it's not just with us fans. It's also with the players too, because I'm not going to, I'm not going to bust my tail in a preseason game. I'm just, I'm not, unless, unless I'm on the bubble. If I'm on the bubble, you can, I can bet you right now. I'm, I'm going to 110% more than not ever done before in my life. Uh, I'm going to do, um, but on the flip side, we'll talk about defensive line real quick. Um, couple, couple of uh, little standout performances from some people. Um, Nolan, Nolan Smith, good showing, pretty good showing. He didn't get a sack, which is what you want him to do. But a couple pressures though, he had a few. He did, and then the uh, play he got hurt on, he uh, stopped the run. Right, it was a run play. Uh, yeah, it was like a little. Jet sweep reverse yeah. kind of thing. He 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 can he tell his own and then got lit up by uh, who was it? Keely. Oh yeah, Keely. Yeah, we'll talk about him later. <laughs> a couple of things I gotta say about him. Um, but what was I want to hit on Nolan for just a second? Just one little key point. Uh, <clears throat> what was really like? What I took away from Nolan last night was he was going up against somebody a lot bigger than him. Like he was going up against Dewan Jones. Uh he's a rookie at Ohio State. That dude's like six seven, almost four hundred pounds. Like that guy it's like Jordan is Jordan Davis uh, for like my lot of size. Like, like he's a monster. Yeah, he's a mountain of a man and he towers over Nolan. And there was a couple a couple of reps from Nolan where Nolan hit him with like a long arm move and Dewan couldn't do really anything about it. Like it was like a long arm, like speed rush move, and he Nolan was whooping him. Yeah. So I that kind of shows you he, he can play that position. He can he can he can play the end and not have to worry about size. Yeah, um, he's he he'll be fine. He'll be fine. Um, you know who I forgot to talk about when the injuries happened? Hassan Reddick had thumb surgery. Um, I'm so not too worried about that. I'm worried about it. What if he actually? What if it's longer than week one, dude? Dude, it doesn't matter. Thumb. We got Noah Smith. <laughs> anyway, we'll, we'll move on. Uh, Jalen Carter played, didn't record uh, a stat. Um, to be honest, I don't really remember a rep where he was like what he was last week. And that's fine. You know, it happens. Jordan Davis played. Hey, something about Jordan Davis because kind of makes me kind of. Is, is it scaring you yet? Uh, a little bit. And I don't like saying it because. We we were also I mean you got the shirt on we were all high on him, um, but like he just uh, you know it is what it is. But I mean ultimately his bread and butter is stopping the run. So you're not going to see a sack. You're not going to see a quarterback hit. You're going to see some tackles. But he didn't record a tackle last night. Um, who else? See I don't know if that's right though because I I very distinctly remember him on a run play. May have been it may have been a combined tackle, not a solo tackle, but he was in on a couple of plays. And I know one of particular that he was, but, but I don't know. I don't know. I think he'll be fine. I have I have faith. I have faith. Um I think it goes back to what we were talking about a couple episodes ago, like with people's expectation towards him of him just being like this monster like pass rusher or something like that. Uh that's just not what he is. It's not what he's gonna be. He's going to be a run stopper and clog up the middle, which I can understand people wanting to put a bigger 
expectation on him because he was the 13th overall pick in the draft two years ago. But you got to understand what they were looking for when they drafted him and what the organization sees him as. You can't put perspective and expectations on a player that the own organization probably doesn't have for him. And, you know, like I said, his bread and butter is stopping the run. And that's what, whenever he's you look, good at it too. Yeah, whenever you look at these reps, he's that's what you want to look at is is he is he taking up two guys to open up a tackle for somebody else, and that's what you that's ultimately how you want to judge him. I know that you know everybody and their you know and their mothers will be talking about tackles or just stats in general, and you're not you're not going to get that from him, and that's okay. Like I said, like we said last week, that's okay. It is what it is. Um, continuing along the the defensive front. I think the biggest the biggest winner last night was uh Moro Ajomo. Big winner, big time guy. Uh I think he was he was a steal. We talked about it last night, Bryce. He was a steal. He was definitely a, a steal. He uh he had a draft grade a lot higher than where he went. Like they were they had him kind of rated as like a fourth round, late fourth to like a very early fifth round player and he fell all the way to the seventh and um i i'm loving what i'm seeing from moro man like like i said last night to you chase when we were texting he's he's slowly climbing my like rookie rankings right now up to like the nolan smith jalen carter range really i think he's probably the third right now because i can't really think of another rookie so far that's like standing out towards to me but But I'm I'm very excited what I can see from Moro. I think he's going to be – he could be a very, very good rotational piece in that first team. Yeah, when you said Moro, I, I, I don't know why. I went to, towards Nicholas Moro, and I was like, what? I'm like no, we, we talked trash about him for the past couple of weeks. I can't You can't be excited for him. But, <laughs> uh, Josh, is there anybody from the defensive front that maybe you want to talk about that maybe we missed or you want to add something to what we already talked about? Um, yeah, I just want to add on to Nolan Smith, man. I mean, I think he's going to be an absolute monster, uh, regardless of size. I mean, just his athleticism and his speed. I mean, when he dips that shoulder trying to get around the edge, it's when he gets going, I think, uh, and gets more reps under his belt, he's going to be a real problem. He will be, he will be. And it's going to be exciting to watch him grow into a player that he's going to end up being. And like everybody has said, commentators, beat writers, Philly fans are going to love him. I already love him. He just, he just has he just brings that energy that you want. Um, there is actually one more thing I want to talk about before we move on to linebackers is uh, Janarius Robinson. Uh, <laughs> I remember this one play, and Bryce knows what I'm talking about. It was I forgot it was like second quarter maybe. Uh, we got pressure on the quarterback. I don't know who it was at the time. And like the running back started to like slip out of the backfield because he, you know, to be a check down. And, uh, you know, Robinson was in pursuit of the quarterback and saw the running back just right in front of him. And instead of like saying, you know, forget the running back and go for the quarterback, he just lights up the running back and says, forget <laughs> about the quarterback. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, who was that? And I figured out later on who it was. I like that. I like, I get it. I get it. It's, you want to hit somebody. Why not? Just go for it. But so I, I, it was like, hilarious. that was 
that was actually the very first series of the game. Like that was the first, that was the first drive. Uh, it was when DTR was still in at quarterback for the Browns and ran a read option. And Janarius Robinson just completely forgot about the quarterback. And like you said, he absolutely leveled the running back. Yeah. It just blew him up. Didn't care where the quarterback was doing, where he was going, nothing. He was like, I'm just going to take this running back's head off right now. <laughs> I was, I remember I was texting Price. I was like, I was like, who was that? And like we said, we found out later on who it was. And uh, that's funny. That's funny, man. That's, you, you love to see that type of effort in preseason, man. Just forget the <laughs> fundamentals of, the, of ball and just hit somebody. I like it. Um, he's not I making the team. Point, I wanted to point out one person, uh, Teron Jackson. Oh, yeah. He had, I forgot a, about him. he had a really good game last night. Him and Morrow were consistently getting pressure. Besides the whole Kellen Mond, the greatest like six yard run I've ever seen in my life, that guy broke like six tackles <laughs> from a from defensive tackles to defensive linemen to linebackers. He, he was breaking tackles all over the place. Besides that, Morrow and Teron Jackson, they had a really good night last night. They did. I forgot, I, forgot, I totally forgot about Teron Jackson. He he had a great game. Um, that that play, we won't talk about because that's the play that Morrow Jumbo got hurt. Yeah. I forgot who hit him that time. Was it was it Kayvon? It was that Trey McCollum. He's a corner oh, that's not going not gonna to make yeah. the team. I, th- I thought it was safety. Were you safety? Safety, corner, whatever. Don't matter. Not, we don't care enough about you, so you're not going to make the team. Sorry about it, bud. Please don't use a sound bite later on when you make the team. Um, <laughs> uh, moving on to the uh, – we'll talk about the linebackers real quick. Uh, I know the hot topic is uh, N'Kobe Dean. Uh, however, my hottest topic is uh, Zach Cunningham. Zach Cunningham uh, – he pretty much solidified his uh, starting spot opposite Nicobe Dean, I think. And uh, what a strong showing it, it was. Uh, Josh, I'm curious to think, what did you make of the performance from the linebackers? And did Nicobe Dean do enough, you know, to move the needle for you? Um, overall, I mean, it was good to see Zach Cunningham step, step up and uh, hopefully lock in that starting spot with Nicobe Dean. Um. I still have some questions, obviously, about our linebackers, and I still think it's our weakest position, but it seems like it's a little more stable now. Um, at least we have a better idea, at least, of who's starting, if nothing else. Um, Nicobe Dean, I mean, it didn't really move the needle for me. I, I have probably even slightly unrealistically high expectations for him. I think we all did. We, yeah, we probably all do. Um but so, I mean, yes, yeah, like when he doesn't do well, it's like, oh, well, he just needs more time. But when he does do well, it's like, I'm right. like, oh, yeah, this is what he's supposed to do. Like He's Ray Lewis. He's the next Ray Lewis. That's what I said. <laughs> I hope so. I love it. But, yeah, I mean, um, I would say, like, he, I didn't, I'd say you didn't move the needle, but the needle was pretty high. So that's not a knock on him at all. That's just, you know, I have high expectations. No, and after watching him play 17 snaps against the Titans, I had high expectations for him, too. And so, you know, it's it's gonna be fun to watch. It's gonna be interesting to watch uh, this how this linebacker uh, room ends up being. Um, Bryce, I know you want to talk about Nicobe Dean and Zach Cunningham, so uh, the floor is yours, buddy. Well, I'm going to start with Zach Cunningham because I'm going to take a little bit more time and depth with Nicobe. But 
Uh, like you said, Chase, um, I can't see – this is the best way that I can put it. I can't see another linebacker in our linebacker room has proved themselves enough to play opposite to N'Kobe Dean, if that makes sense. That's – like Zach has played well, but at the same time, nobody else has done anything to stop Zach from having that spot. Right. What was weird to me is Miles Jack barely played last night. He played I didn't in the fourth quarter. Like, like deep I didn't in the fourth understand. quarter. I didn't understand that, but I could understand it when I actually broke it down. Like earlier this morning, I watched, like watched it back, and uh, Miles Jack looks like he ain't got nothing left in the tank, man. His like instincts are off, is what I was like, like what whatever he's keying on, like in in their defense is is not what he's supposed to key on. Like, he is going the complete opposite direction sometimes. Like, he's getting washed over by blockers. Um, well, yeah, he just graduated the, plumbing school. <laughs> but at the same time, I could I can't really knock them because they got, like, four-string defensive linemen that are just getting blown off the ball. So, if I'm a linebacker in that instance, hell, I can't see where I'm supposed <laughs> to be going either. But I got somebody in my face. But uh, – I think Zach, I think Zach is your starter. Uh, I hadn't seen enough from him tomorrow. Ben Van Sumeren, he was a long shot. Played all right last night, though. I give him that. Played Practice all right. squad, Practice Practice squad guy. Uh, but I think Zach Cunningham is your guy opposite of uh, Nicobe. And with that being said, uh, kind of bold, bold statement here by me, bold prediction. Uh, if Zach Cunningham starts all sixteen games, he's going to be your leading tackler on the team. We play seventeen though. 17, 16, don't matter. Um, Anyways, that's your lead tackler. But, N'Kobe, let me let me say this real quick. Um, if my dog will shut up. Um, uh, <laughs> I think everybody is going to take what happened last night with N'Kobe in that force fumble, and they're going to run with it. But they are going to completely forget, like, the first couple plays of that series, he was getting cooked. Like he was getting cooked on some pass coverage. And then uh, another thing with that fumble, unpopular opinion, he got lucky. <laughs> he got lucky that he caused that fumble because he flew through there and that was a missed tackle. If any, if there's any <laughs> other running back in that game, that's a missed tackle and he ain't even getting close. Yeah. But, uh, that's funny because I thought the same thing. Uh, I'm not, I just didn't <laughs> want to say it. I don't want to say it because I don't want this to be the soundbite that people use later on whenever Nicobe Dean's an all-pro. Uh, I think he got lucky. I think he did get lucky. However, you said that you know we're going to take this play and run with it. I think that's okay because this play is exactly what Nicobe Dean's good at. This is what he excels at, is stopping the run and blitzing. Zach Cunningham's not great in pass coverage, but last night, guess what? He was good. He showed that he's at least competent in pass coverage, and that's what, that's what we needed to see. So, yeah, you know, Nicobe Dean has a lot to work to do. He has a lot of work to do. But, you know, it'll be interesting to see how he grows throughout the year because he still has time to get better. He's still young, and he's, he's, a, he's a smart guy. That's what, that's what his scouting report says. He, he relies on his smarts and instincts to, to make him the player that he is. And so, you know, I'm not down on him. I'm, I'm not as high as everybody is on him, but... It's good. It was a good performance, uh, but he is going to be the next Ray Lewis. 
fuck it, Hall of Fame career coming. And I'm only saying that because I have his autograph card and I really need him to hit make the Hall of Fame. So that, so that thing is expensive. Um, talk about cornerbacks next. Uh, cornerbacks. Uh, the young guys had a terrible performance. All of them. I, think. I don't think I can think of one cornerback that had a good game last night other than maybe Mario Goodrich. Yeah. I don't say Goodrich, but Eli Ricks. Cooked. Cooked. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, who else? Keeley. Lost. Oof. Yeah. I don't know where he's at on the field. Uh, Makai Gardner. He got cooked a couple of times. I've yeah. I, I seen that. Um, but yeah. Keeley, think- we, we got to. We got to do something. I don't think Josh Joe played, did he? Yeah, he did. He played the first series. Didn't even throw his way. Didn't even look his way. So, you know what that means? Joe Bylan. Good job. Um, Josiah Scott. Sucks. And you know what the best part is? He's going to make the team because Zach McPherson went down. And that is going. that irritates me beyond belief. Give it to Mario Goodrich. But they're going to give it to Josiah Scott. I'm already mad about it. I'm getting it out now. So whenever whenever it happens, I'll be okay. I'll be over it. Uh, Greedy Williams, cooked, awful. I had high hopes for him too. I had high he hopes. Should, he should have flew his ass back to Cleveland when they left. Yeah, but I mean, the other team played with them. Yeah, yeah. yeah might as well. <laughs> it's familiar. But like, I don't I don't have anything nice to say about the cornerbacks from last night. It just it wasn't good. You know, I know we all know Keeley is like this. He's like this project player that he he has like the skills, but he's just not an NFL player just yet. And while that's cool, we've had a lot of those in the past, and they haven't turned out well. The last one being, I forgot his name. Uh, linebacker. What was his name? What was his name? Help me out here. Went to the Bears. So, uh- He's Davion Taylor. Oh, Davion Taylor. Davion Taylor. Yes, dude. I don't. I don't know why I forgot about him. Um, I cannot remember his name. But like, athletic freak, but didn't it didn't translate to NFL player. And so, I think Keeley isn't like in the same like realm as Davion Taylor. But I do think that, you know, he he isn't this polished player yet, and it's going to take him a long time to get there. Especially, I mean, he might need glasses. Um, because he lost the ball. He just lost the ball. Uh, so the first thing I would check is his Imagine eyesight. Imagine that, though. Yeah. Being an NFL player with goggles on. But I, look, look, I will say this. I, I will say this. It, I guarantee that ball is a lot harder to see in at nighttime than it than college ball, just because it is. It doesn't add the spot like the little white um, lines on the on the end of it. So I'm you might. Joke, man. Same way it happened with Jamar Chase in preseason. Remember that? Like, when he was a rookie, he couldn't catch. He had, like, 12 drops in the preseason. And then they asked him why, and he was like, I can't see the ball. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I literally can't see the ball because it didn't have the white lines on it or whatever. And look, look at Jamar Chase. He's arguably a top five. He's not arguably. He's a top three receiver in the league. So you know what that means, Keely Ringo? Whoa, 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 whoa. Top three. We need to get him a prescription visor. Oh, yeah. There you go. <laughs> Wait, you don't think you don't think Jamar Chase is top three? No. Who thinks top three? Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill, and Jefferson. 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 Yeah. No, take Tyreek out, put Jamar Chase in. 
Uh, was it, I'm putting a, AJ Brown uh, three before I put Jamar Chase. I'm not doing that. As as a realistic what? as a realistic no. Eagles fan, I'm not I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. I don't see it. I don't think I am either. But I am putting Tyreek above him. I'd rather have Tyreek. Oh. The... Ty, no, Tyreek. Ty, no. All right. You know what? We'll move on. <laughs> Keely Ringo will be a top five cornerback uh, based on uh, Bryce's words right there. Uh, does does anybody <laughs> does, that trans- does that so anything? Uh, moving on. Does anybody want to add anything about the cornerback group before we move on to the safeties? Because overall, I think we all share the same opinion. They were bad. There's nothing to talk about when it comes to positivity about this cornerback group that is so deep, but they all suck last night. Anything? Yeah. The floor is there. Anybody else's? Bryce, no. Josh, you got anything you want to add? Uh, I mean, they're deep, but like they're deep with mediocrity. So, like, those kind of players are never going to be consistent. <laughs> yeah. They're going to have their yeah. off nights. Just happened to all happen at the same time last night. Yeah. That's why they're backups. So. Yeah. And I will say, I do think we all, as the Eagles fan base, overreacted. And we're like, yeah, we're so deep at the at cornerback. We're going to, we're like eight deep. And these guys can be starters on different teams. No, they're, they're not. In fact, they're all going to be able to make it to the practice squad because nobody's going to pick them up on waivers if we do come. Oh, um, my gosh. So, Jake, you are completely down on these guys. No, I mean, we're, I'm overreacting. It, it's, uh, it's, uh, <laughs> you know, it's it's not Feel Good Friday. It's Overreaction Friday, and uh, that's where we're at. You know, it, like, Eli Ricks is cool, but he got – he got the guy spun him around. He was dancing with him. And so, like, that's not good. To be fair, whoever that receiver is for the Cleveland Browns is fixing to be a Hall of Famer based off one game. Yeah. (laughs) That's Quez Watkins, like, little little bro or something. I don't know. Um, (laughs) Like, I guess, like, the only good player, like, solid player out of that group was Mario Goodrich and, I mean, whatever. Um, Josh Job, just just because he didn't get thrown at. Yeah, but, like, yeah, but, like, he didn't play the, like, the majority of the game, or even like a quarter of the game, he played like one series, two series. So that's why I think I think training camp practices mean a lot more than the actual game, though. Like yeah. especially in his case, you see one series out of him, he doesn't even get thrown at. But like all week long, all of Josh Job's stock is like skyrocketing. Like he played really good in the practices, apparently. He's so. gonna take Darius Slay's job and by week seven. Like it's just it's, it's <laughs> bound to happen. <laughs> um we'll, we'll, we'll move on the safeties. Um that last segment with the cornerbacks, don't take anything I really said serious. Uh take take what you take what you think is serious. We'll, we'll keep we'll call it serious at that point. But everything else that you think I'm lying about, don't take it serious. Um <laughs> safeties. Uh Kayvon uh, Wallace played in like, like the fourth quarter. He so, played the whole game. Yeah. So, who knows right now? Because is Sidney Brown going to be starting? I hope so. Uh, I think I think a lot of us hope so because he's fun to watch. He Now, I will say he's this. He was kind of quiet last night. Uh, yes, he was quiet. And I will say this. I did see him, like, over-pursue, like, three, like two or three different plays. And that, that's cool. You know, it's something to learn from. And it's going to be good because he's going to watch it back on tape and be like, I – I, I over pursued. Um, it's it's tough because like who's going to start alongside Reed Blankenship, and Reed solid. Reed had a great week against the the Browns. Reed is about to be a Hall of Famer based off of his week of practice. Yeah, the, the Mayo Missile jersey is coming <laughs> to, to a podcast near you. I promise you, I'm going to get it. Um, 
But, I mean, has Terrell Edmonds shown enough to be starting safety? Has has Kayvon shown enough? Has Sidney shown enough? Has Justin Evans shown enough? Justin Evans is a great punt returner, not a good safety. I'm just, dude, you know, you know, I'm kidding. You know, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but like, like in all seriousness, who, who's, who stood out? And Sidney Brown was quiet. Had a great first game. He's getting first team reps now. I don't know. That's that's, that's fun to Let watch. Somebody's ass up at practice. Yeah, started the, a fight. Started a fight. <laughs> but like, he's gonna be fun to watch, and I'm excited to go watch him play whenever the time comes. So whenever he gets on the field and you see him run around like a, he also looks like a toddler compared to everybody else. You know, he's, <laughs> he's, he's so just, small. Yeah, but he's he's small, but he's huge. You know, so it's he's like, fun. Like mighty now chasing a laser pointer. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's, that's a perfect example of like what he is. He's he can go he'll go one way and be like, oh, the the play's over there, and he'll make it back over there and time for the tackle. <laughs> Yeah. So like that's cool, but he but also I will say this, I did see some reps where he was in pass coverage, he and he didn't do bad, and that's yeah. what we need. That's what we need to see. Um, so you know he's not going to have these nine tackle games every game, but if he's not making a lot of mistakes, then that's good because the biggest knock on him is he's he's super aggressive and that leads to mistakes, and in the grand scheme of things, that's you know that's. It's good. It's okay because if he's making plays, giving up a couple of, of you know touchdowns in during the season, it'll be fine. It'll, it'll all even out. But, Especially when we're up by forty. Yeah, because <laughs> I yeah. like I like I assume we might be. I but. hope so. I hope so. But you know, Josh, I want your bold prediction right now. Who's gonna start for the? Who's gonna start safety for the Eagles week one? Oh, Sydney Brown. Sydney Brown. Sydney Brown. All right, Bryce. What about you? Uh, you're not gonna like this, Josh, but I still think it's Reed and Terrell right now. I don't, I don't see where Terrell like. I don't know what what his role is on this team because like he's not getting like he's like a sub linebacker slash safety, and I don't. That's not his body type, and that's not how he's played before. But I don't, I don't know. But he he is he's bigger. Though. He is bigger. Um, see, I've always remembered Terrell as being smaller, but I guess he's not. I don't know. I think he's. I don't know where I heard it from, but I think he's. I think he's. I heard he was big. Let me, let me pull up his stats real quick. I mean, six one two seventeen. Yeah, that's not tiny. That's, a, that's like a modern day linebacker. Yeah, almost okay. the sub the sub linebacker thing. I guess kind of makes more sense when you bring that up. I was thinking, but he was like six foot one eighty, like no. real frail and skinny. But I guess not. No, but. That's the thing is like I don't I don't know where where to put him at because where does he fit? Yeah, I don't know. So it'll be interesting. It'll be it'll be really interesting. Uh, just to see. I'm gonna who bring this. <laughs> I'm gonna bring this up because I wonder if any of y'all seen this. Uh, over the over the week, um, I'm gonna say this right now since we're not a, as big of a platform yet because this might be kind of controversial, but uh, the. During the week when Reed kept picking off Deshaun Watson, uh, did y'all see the memes of like the video and clips of the Vince McMahon like talking? He said, <laughs> It said, uh, the Eagles defense today at practice waiting for Deshaun Watson to come out. He said, 
come on out here, you rapist. <laughs> uh, I, actually, I actually, actually did see that. Uh, <laughs> I always, that cracked me up every time I came across that clip because I just, in my mind, I think of it as Reed Blankenship saying <laughs> But he, he, um, he had his number. He definitely had his number this, this week. Reed was um, balling this week. He he'll be fun to watch this this season too. He's a little he's a little bit bigger than I, than I thought he was too. Like he's a little bit stockier. How big is Reed? I have to look that up. Um, but yeah, safety's safety's gonna be fun. You got you got the stats. Uh, he's about six one one ninety five. Really? Yeah. Damn. I thought Buddy was like two twenty the way he hits people. Right. Uh. Well, I mean, safety. There's a couple, a couple of safeties in our safety room that has like reckless abandonment when it comes to their bodies. They're just throwing themselves at people. Yeah, and that's what's going to make it fun to watch, though. Is like you want to <laughs> see that. Uh, but you know, we'll wrap up safeties with this. It's gonna be fun. That's all I want to say. It's gonna be a fun season, I think. And if you're an Eagles fan, you have every reason to be like they have doubt, but I do think this will be a fun season for safeties. I feel like they're going to play with not a care in the world. You're going to see some big hits. You're going to see some plays being made. But at the end of the day, there will be some touchdowns given up and some big plays given up. But you got to balance it out. You can't have one or the other, um, especially with these guys. Um, look at my notes real quick, see if I missed anything. Um, nope, don't have anything I missed. Uh, other than injuries suck. Uh, specialists. Let's talk about them real quick. Uh, Jake Elliott is still automatic. We are absolutely blessed to have him as a kicker. Um, he is the greatest thing Philly has seen in a long time. He's better than David Akers ever was. Um, I, I love David Akers, dude. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> some, of my, some of my earliest memories were, were David Akers. Um, but it's great to have him, you know, at, especially that one year where it looked like he might be like a uh, – who do we have before him? Was it Cody Parkey? Cody Parkey. Yeah. Where, like, Cody Parkey had, like, that one amazing year, and then he just fell off. I didn't before want Before who? Before Jake Elliott. It was not Cody Parkey. It was. It was, it was Caleb Sturgis. No, yeah, well, I'm talking about – I'm talking about – I'm talking about Cody Parkey, though. Because, like, Cody Parkey was, like, a rookie. Because um, he played for Auburn, I believe, right? I think so. Yeah. I remember we we got him. He had that great year. He made a Pro Bowl. Then that next year he kind of fell off, and then we got uh, Caleb Sturgis, and then it was Jake Elliott. Uh, yeah, because I remember because Caleb Sturgis got hurt week one of like the twenty sixteen or like yeah twenty year and twenty seventeen yeah twenty seventeen yeah and uh, uh, Jake Elliott came in for the Chiefs game. They street and he's been with him ever since what a blessing what a blessing it was yeah. so he's not going anywhere he's the kicker of the future the present and the past will probably be your uh all-time points leader for it's done for him yep he did very very uh very sure of it too um hunters Aaron Sipos <clears throat> didn't punt the ball at all. It was uh, Ty Zetner the whole game. He did kickoffs too. Yeah, uh, Ty Zetner is is garbage, and 
I, I just don't understand why the Eagles won't bring in another punter. Uh, it makes no sense to me. The punt god's out there. He what is. He's out there. He Just get him. I don't care. Just get him. Because I can't. The, the can't moment, watch the Eagles lose because of special teams anymore. I can't. So, yeah, that's what I want to say is that first game where Aaron Sipal shanks a punt in crunch time, where we need to pin him deep, and he just shanks it, and they get the ball at the 40-yard line, I'm going to lose it. And somebody's going to have to answer some questions because I'm going to be, I'm going to be really mad. I'm going to be really, really mad. Um, Don't let Chase in the press <laughs> – Post game press conference. Uh, yeah, well, you know. Don't <laughs> uh, so Jake Elliott ties it in right. Any, anything anybody want to add about those guys? Any praise for Jake? Any praise for Ty Zetner? No, I think you. I think you know what you got with Jake. Uh, like you said, very blessed to have him. He ain't gonna go nowhere for a long time. Uh, but we got some problems at punter, and that's about all there is to it. And they better figure it out quick, because like you said, Chase, I can't, I can't watch a game to where special teams, especially when it comes to punt coverage, loses us a game because I will blow a head gasket, I will lose my mind. Josh, yeah, I mean, you guys said it perfectly. Uh, you know, grateful to have Jake. Uh, I know it's easy to take a great kicker for granted, so you know, sometimes you gotta just appreciate what you got. Um, but yeah, we definitely punters an issue. I don't honestly. I don't think we're going to make a change before the beginning of the season. Which which is sad, man. Like sad. they need to they need to recognize what a problem is. Yeah, I mean, I hope it doesn't take us losing a game because of something like that to make a change. Or I mean, hopefully we don't lose a game at all because of punting, but. I think that's what it would take for us to make a change at this point. Even if it's a good punt, punt coverage is like has been questionable like this past year. Big punt returns from a couple of times in certain games from last year. And I think that's Michael Clay's fault, like the special teams coordinator. But at the same time, what can he do when the punter is so like when it's when he's bad? Like you know what I mean? I don't and two of his top special teamers are are hurt with the same injury, so yeah, yeah. Because Zach McPherson, he was a Pro Bowler last year for special teams, and Sean Bradley was a certified stud on special teams. Um, maybe I get a Jake Elliott, Kelly Green. Maybe, maybe, uh, yeah, maybe that I'll actually is it. not a bad option. I'm not doing that, dude. I, I, can't, I, can't, <laughs> I, can't, I, can't, I, I want to, but like, I just. Cause like I would, I would get it. I, I can see it now. I'd go, I'd go in the pro shop. I'd pick it up. I'm like, yeah, I got Jake Elliott. And then I'd look at like Smitty, Jalen, Jalen, uh, everybody else. You know, I'd be like, damn. If I buy this one, I can't buy this one. Or I could, I could buy two, but I'm not gonna want to buy two. That's that's two sixty on on jerseys, man. That that leaves no more room for beer and, and food. You know, so. Um, Maybe I, maybe, See, I, but, sorry. Uh, maybe I buy a knockoff jersey. Maybe. There you go. What were you saying? I was going to say, say you did buy two. Say you bought, like, I don't know, uh, Jalen Hurts and Jake Elliott, and you got them both hanging up in your closet. It's game day. You're going to, have to, going to pick out a jersey. 
You're not picking Jake Elliott. <laughs> I think I think I only pull that out if it's like last second field goal situation. Game winning kick. Like, <laughs> I, I gotta put it on. I I have to put it on. Imagine he sinks it. You're going outside <laughs> and you're uh, uh, that, that, trash. That jersey will not be live there anymore. Yeah. <laughs> At that point, just set the the one thirty on fire. You know. But, yeah, Jake Elliott jersey is a luxury. Like if you have like everybody else already, it's like, all right, and you have yeah. to get another one. Yeah. Right. If you if you see a Jake Elliott jersey, you're like, yeah, that guy's a fan. He he has to have like yeah. a collection of jerseys. He just wore the Jake <laughs> Elliott that day because he likes yeah. number four. Nobody's only jersey is Jake Elliott. Like, I mean, Kevin. his family you maybe, know, but this is gonna <laughs> get fit. This conversation is gonna make me be on the look when we go to Philly and Tampa. Yeah. <laughs> be like. Hey, I, have a Jake jersey on I can here? tell you in Tampa, there's not going to be a Jake Elliott jersey. In Philly, there might be a uh, very terrible knockoff <laughs> just roaming <laughs> around. Um, or maybe like a Kevin Cobb jersey that turned into a, a Jake Elliott jersey. Because, yeah. uh, yeah. you know, he was, he was around for the uh, – Kevin Cobb was around for the Kelly Greens. Um, that was a game. I think he, uh, he got hurt. Michael Vick uh, took over. But um, I guess the last part. Moving on because we got we got to move on. You know we got to wrap this up at some point. Um, the return specialist, uh, if you want to call him that, uh, Justin Evans was my standout performer from that group. He he honestly looked like Dion. Um, I know, I know that that is the most ridiculous statement I've said <laughs> of all time. Maybe not, <laughs> but he looked like Dion. And Justin Evans, if you listen, if you're listening out there. At some point, I'm your biggest fan, dude. Just, <laughs> just hit me up, dude. We can talk. We can talk ball all day long, man. Just, you, you hit hard and you, you return the punt like you are an all pro return man. Um, the best since Devin Hester. Uh, other than that, these guys won't ever return a punt or a kick for the Eagles. Trey Sermon was cool. Deion Kane had a had one return for 34 yards. That's that's cool. But in the, when the regular season starts, we're all just going to be fair catching the ball anyway. So, um, Yeah, unless you're Britton Covey. Yeah. Britton Covey's, Britton Covey's not going to return a kick. Uh, well, kicks, no. He's not, he's not going to fair catch a punt either. He's going he's gonna to get hit first. Yeah, I remember that. I remember, I remember the first time we played Washington last year at Washington. He got lit up because he didn't want to fair catch a ball. <laughs> I think he – I think he died on the field twice that game. I think I, I think I saw him get folded like a lawn chair twice. <laughs> Felt so bad for him too because he's so small, man. He looks so tiny out there. He has, he uh, has heart. He has heart. Yeah. You know, he uh, was one of the like he was rated one of the best returners at towards the end of the year. Yeah, because his the end of the year run was pretty good, especially the the, the, the Titans game he took off. Yeah, can't remember the exact numbers, but he had like. It was like 15, 20, 18, 30. It was good. It was good. Because I remember I remember we came back. I came back from the bathroom, and they're like, Britton Cody just returned the ball 30 yards. I was like, no, no way. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I guess we'll wrap this episode now. Um, if anybody's made this far, thank you so much for listening. Um, if, you, if you're watching on YouTube, thank you for watching. Um, I believe we're going to record Sunday, and we're going to – Give our uh, season predictions, our win-loss predictions. That'll be a fun episode. I'm curious to see where we all stand. Um, yeah. 
who holds the Eagles to a very high standard and who has, I guess, a realistic standard. Uh, can't guarantee I'll be the realistic one. I can. I, I can say, based off this episode alone. <laughs> yeah, I can guarantee I'll. Uh, well, never mind. But uh, yeah, we're going to record that. Then uh, be on the lookout for our review episode for the Colts game. And then we're going to record an over and under episode, which will be fun to record. And then the 53 man roster projection. We're just going to, we're going to, I want to do individual roster projections and see who gets the most correct. And then, uh, winner, uh, I don't know. Person with the words has to buy us all a beer. Sound good. All right. Works for me. Yep. Cool. 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 Um, like I said, thank you all for watching. Uh, if you don't follow us on uh, the socials, it's at the link lineup on everything you can possibly think of. Um, if MySpace was still a thing, we'd be on there too. But unfortunately, so, yeah, we're not. But X, Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat, you can snap me at the link lineup. I can't guarantee I'll answer because uh, I actually don't have a Snapchat. On, on <laughs> but uh, I thank you guys for watching. If you're watching on YouTube, please like comment and subscribe if you're watching if you're listening to us on any type of streaming platform give us a review tell us we're good at this and uh, you enjoy it so other people can find us as well um with that being said hey thanks for stopping by and uh go birds go birds go birds